Hello, everyone. Welcome to Totally Prize Has Always Been Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. And I'm Ashley, and I just kind of realized that I still have a secret that I'm keeping from the two of you. Alright, I don't know what you want me to do with that information. Just doing it, I guess. Alright, I got uh, secrets too, bitch. That's the the voice of your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Do you like podcasts? I mean, sure, everyone says they do, but do you really? I don't know. That's all I got. I forget, I forget which part <laughs> of the movie this is from because it's been two weeks since I watched the movie. Yeah, same. But no, it's when he's driving to like the uh, the the bar and he's like, "Do you like music?" Everyone says they do, but hope you like it loud. Here we go. I'm David Byrne. It's <laughs> a weird David That's Byrne impression. impression. <laughs> It's dead on, I think, actually. I think you're pretty pretty far off, my friend. Wait, hold on. There's a knock at the door. Let me get this real quick. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. An Oscar for Best Actor for me? <laughs> wow. I, Thanks. I thought you were going to do a bit where David Byrne walked in. I'm much happier with this. <laughs> no, he's already here. He are- <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I just want to say that Luke's impression was perfect. By the way, if you hear me one more time, it means you did a good podcast. If you hear me two more times, it means you also did a good podcast, because I'm just kind of enthusiastic about everything. He's just kind of there, you know? He's just enjoying himself. Uh-huh. Look what you do the last couple weeks. What I do? Um, I watch Valhalla and Drive again. <laughs> yeah, how'd that fucking go? Yeah, because, uh, like I said on the episode, I was like, ah, this is one of my favorite movies, and watching that, and I was like... Ah, it's maybe slightly less. I don't know. I still like it, but... You did also say you fell asleep watching it. <laughs> right, so perhaps did. that had something to do with it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's back up there now. I'm back up <laughs> to a five-star movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ashley. Betrayed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I will say, one of David Lynch's ten clues to unlocking that thriller did help me get over some of the issues I was having, and I'll never tell which one it was. Okay. You already told me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, you just kind of mentioned that you did, and I was like, okay. And you didn't the, go any further than that. But the listeners, they'll have to fucking just speculate. Ten clues years. to unlock which of the ten clues <laughs> to <that laughs> unlock the thriller Luke. When you buy this uh, DVD, uh, the, the CD of this podcast. <laughs> Cannot wait to release these podcasts on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else did I do? I mean, I went on a trip, but honestly, nothing exciting happened during that. Uh, I was mostly just tired for that whole trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw Jordan Peele's Nope. Pretty, pretty good movie. I've heard good things. Do you say, yeah. do you say yep to nope? I say yep to nope. Okay. Uh, Ashley, this may come as a surprise to you, but sometimes directors like to make movies about making movies. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but luckily, that director is good at making movies, so it's pretty good when he does it. Like I've said, they're either those movies are either extremely good or extremely bad. Well, it's also, I mean, I don't want to get super deep into like spoilers of that movie or anything. It's like that's there and like that is what that movie's about, but it's not mm-hmm. like the main thing it's about. You know what I mean? I can't wait to the follow-up to your uh us is just Kingdom Hearts take. <laughs> I forgot I had that take. Shit, yeah, I gotta fucking go back. Right, because Get Out's a movie about getting norted, and Us is a movie about nobodies. Yeah. So I've gotta figure out what nope, what Kingdom Hearts thing maps to nope. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's maybe one of the worst sentences I've ever said. That's an appropriate reaction. 
I was maybe just gonna make a joke about a sequel called Nuh-uh. But you know what? You got you got you do you. You do your Kingdom Hearts thing. That's way funnier. <laughs> I can tell how funny it is by how hard you're laughing. Yeah, I do like that. Like people like came up with like a really intense reason for why it was called Nope. Yeah, and then he's like, Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I think it's called nope because a couple times someone sees something scary and goes nope and walks the other way <laughs> that's yeah, what the, i would do the, yeah yeah the joke is that a black audience if they saw any of the things in this movie they would just go nope yeah and yeah. Walk away. yeah uh yeah anyway enjoy that movie a lot i also um i started watching the rehearsal that new nathan fielder show yeah oh no <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> And Luke has actually been rehearsing this podcast in the last two weeks. What's wrong, Molly? What's the issue? I just, that man makes yeah. my skin crawl. I will say, uh, I had never, like, actually watched any Nathan for you, and I watched a couple episodes of it and made my skin crawl, too. Uh, the rehearsal feels a little less skin crawly. It's still very, like, watch the all three episodes that are out right now, and I think I spent the entire time with each of them with, like, my brow furrowed and my mouth open. Just kind of like, what? Yeah. What? Um, Ashley, I think you should probably watch that show. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think you should probably... <laughs> Ashley? Yeah. I- I'm talking to the part of you that likes Solitary. Okay, You yeah, should watch that yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because I, I like the Nathan For You clip where he uh, tricks the lawyer. Uh-huh. Where the... The guy, like, he, there was, like, something, like, deep in the legal, like, agreement that they signed, mm-hmm. where he has to, like, do some stupid bullshit. Oh, sure, okay. And he's like, well, I didn't sign this. Like, we have footage of you signing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts to him, and the guy just goes, well, I should probably read this for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, a lot of Nathan for you just makes my skin crawl. Yeah, and, like, I might watch a little bit more of it, but that is, that is one, it is, like, just sticking your hand in, like... Uh, just a box of scorpions, and like you can get kind of a thrill out of that, but it it's a bit much to like do too much of that. But rehearsals a little more, you know. It's still it's still that, but it, the scorpions are less venomous. Uh, uh yeah, not great. Yeah, so scorpion. You, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what that show is, the idea is that. He helps you practice for hard things that you're trying to prepare for in life uh, by just hiring actors and creating a perfect set around, uh, like, the place you have to do it at so that you can just practice it over and over again until you're good. And then you can go do it for real and it'll be fine because you know what to expect. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, the second episode uh, opens with a woman putting a baby down for a nap and then leaving the room, and then his team uh, taking another baby and climbing in through the window of that bedroom and swapping the babies out and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Molly, she's rehearsing motherhood, so they have yeah. to... But because of child labor laws, which they spend a lot of time on that episode going into... They can't have the babies, you know, as part of the rehearsal for more than a couple hours at a time. So they have to keep swapping them out for different babies. But if they don't, if they do it while she's looking, it breaks the illusion. All right. Except also they need to 
simulate all of parenthood, so every baby they swap in is slightly older than the last one, so she can oh get, God. you know, kind of a speed run of the whole thing. Do they know COVID is happening? <laughs> this seems like a bad decision. Yeah, you know, on that level, you're not they wrong. They know there's, a, there's, like, a deadly disease going around? Yeah, yeah, that is true. How many babies do you think got exposed to COVID during the making of this scenario? I'm gonna hope zero. I'll hope zero, uh, but... Yeah, you just reminded me of... I rewatched a bit of the Jackass 4.5, specifically the part where uh, they do a co- uh, like COVID meeting, and then it turns out that there's a blow-up uh, bounce house right below the table, and it just fucks them all up. God. Yeah, it is... Uh, you know what? I haven't seen anything like it before, and that's something. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, if you're having fun, you're having fun. I don't care, I'm, but... I'm having fun. <laughs> and I think Ashley would have fun, too. Yeah, Molly, stay away. Yeah, I'm not gonna... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. no. All right, I'll, I'll trust you, Luke. I think I think you need to. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it from me. Okay, uh, Ashley. Yeah. I... Uh, well, I first installed... I installed an AC unit... Fuck yeah. Boy, that really helps. Huge dub. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And then I uh, cleaned up my room, so all that's good. I've been playing a lot of a game called Ollie Ollie World. Yeah. Yeah. Which I had played uh, Ollie Ollie before, like the previous games, and I always kind of didn't jive with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And they just kind of felt like a phone game that was, like, trying to be a console game. I think, like, it originally came out on Vita. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it was kind of, like, it felt like in this weird middle ground and, like, like, eh, this isn't what I want from, like, a skateboarding game or, like, a platformer. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, it's, like, more put forward as a platformer than, like, a you know, skateboarding trick game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a side-scrolling thing. You have to, you know, jump and trick and grind your way through all these different levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd seen All the Other World, and it had, like, a really great style, very, like, Adventure Time-inspired. Yeah. And I just had kept on hearing great things, and I was like, ah, I still don't know. Is it still that kind of same thing? And it's just kind of found an audience right. of people that like it, uh, and it, it hit low enough on the sales where I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll fucking get it. Uh, and I got it, and I haven't stopped playing it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like it. It's yeah. a good game. Yeah, it looks I re- neat. I really like their fake skater merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I kind of hit a bit of a, a, a plateau in my ability, but I'm trying to... I don't know, build up that plateau. Right. Yeah, sure. That's the I'll, that's the metaphor I'll go with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I've been having a, a lot of fun with that. I I think I'm, since the last time we finished, uh, Pressure Washer Cleaner came out and I finished it. Yeah. Uh, that game has that game's a lot of fun. I really like it, uh, and it has weird dumb lore that I love. Great. I mean. Always oh, dumb lore is a fun time for that kind of thing. Yes, I am. Uh, Expec- go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, especially when the thing does not matter. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's crucial. Yes. If it matters, then it gets stupid. Um, I am glad that Power Wash Simulator is out there and so many people I know are having so much joy from it. It is... I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, no, any specific fair. reason? Yeah. Or just no? Uh, it's just not my thing. Yeah, maybe I should watch the rehearsal while playing that because, like, there you pressure go. washer is my like is like my like calm sure game. sure that'll keep you in balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that game is very uh, much no thoughts had empty. Right. Yes. Uh, and then I also watched uh, the documentary Dixie Chick Shut Up and Sing. Sure. Because I, I just kind of felt like I wanted to experience like some mid-2000s like political discourse and just like see how that has aged. Right. How did it age? It, it's, it's actually pretty interesting just because it's like oh it's cancel culture. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah it's just an example of like oh yeah like conservatives always have done this and it's just the fucking same and like, the craziest thing is, like, they say, uh, like, do any of you remember this? Yeah, I remember the Dixie Chicks thing. Yeah, the just, Dixie Chicks thing? Yeah. It, you know the household yeah. I grew up in? Yes, it was talked about extensively. Yes. Okay, yes, that's fair. <laughs> so I, I was a di- big Dixie Chicks fan. Uh-huh. Which Shocker. was kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you're into a popular girl group. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Uh, who one of their most famous songs was about killing a husband together in a kind of vaguely sapphic way. Sure. Yeah. Who who could have seen it coming? Uh-huh. None of them were fucking. Uh, what? Nothing. Go ahead. No, none of them were fucking. But I'm just saying the song. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm doing a bit. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but, like, what she said is that, like, uh, you know, we're embarrassed the president is from Texas. Right. Yeah. And just the amount of people. Yeah. Fucking angry about that. Right. Uh, and like what specifically people got angry about, like a lot of people got angry about, was the fact that they said it on foreign soil. Uh huh. Yeah. They went over to Europe and they sold out, you know, the same people that made them rich and famous, and now they're going to shit on us. Well, we'll show them. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's just, like, really weird shit. I was like, you're seeing, like, John McCain as, like, the head of, like, the Senate committee on, like, did they get, like, was there, like, a ban against them on country radio? God. Yeah, I'm sure he gave them a fair shake there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weirdly did, but uh, whatever. Right, right. Still a piece of shit. Yep. Uh... And the fact that they did their first U.S. show back, like, cause, yeah, they, like, they did their European leg of their tour, and then they came back to America, and their first U.S. show of that tour was the day of the, uh, Mission Accomplished. Oh, sure. Uh, speech. And, like, you get clips of, like, the, because, like, they're filming the documentary, and then it happens, and so, like, the documentary becomes about that. Right, right. And... Just like a, like everyone's going like, listen, the war's going super well. Everyone loves Bush, 
Like, in two weeks, the war may be over when you're, like, this interview airs. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Uh. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, like, it, like, we'll cut, like, to three years later, like, oh, they were kind of, like, extremely, like, nice about it. And, like, like looking back, it seems, like, so crazy that everyone freaked out about that. Right, right. And, and she's, like, and then, like, cuts them and, like, yep, we still get death threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, like the, the other side of like country music, especially back then, was just nothing but people jacking off on the flag, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Apparently, they had a this part. I don't know, but that much about. Uh, apparently, they had a uh, Toby Keith rivalry. Uh huh. Oh yeah, he he was jerking it over the flag more than anybody else. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely knew that. Uh, but apparently, they had made some. Like, you know, they said something like, oh, a lot of his songs are, like, super sexist. Yeah. Uh, right. Which, yeah. And he got mad at them, and so when they this happened, he was like, oh, yeah, these Dixie Chicks, they were never country, you know, fucking hate America, you know, go to France. Right. All, you know, all the hits. Uh, and it's just like, like, wow, like, what a weird... It's so weird to just remember that moment where... Yeah. Yeah. And it a moment that has been like rightly mocked by totally Gen Z people of like all of you who were like so patriotic after nine eleven, none of it fucking mattered. Right. So yeah, it was interesting to revisit. Are the Zoomers on our case about that? I don't know necessarily, but like I think part of the like increasingly joking about nine eleven. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is that, like, we have so many deaths every single day of a bunch of different yeah. reasons. Right, yeah, yeah. No, And yes. it just led us to this war where probably someone they know died in. So, right. like, yeah, fuck 9-11. Like, fuck being patriotic about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Gaming, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I was I was also playing some Power Wash Simulator, um, but I've given up on that because I am all in on Xenoblade Chronicles Three, baby. People seem to like it. It's fucking yeah. good. Uh, good ass game. I'm having a great time. Uh, I don't want to say too much about it because right. it just came out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, really good. Um, really love it. Uh, a lot of people are complaining about the first chapter being too long uh, and that it's uh, it takes too long to get to the stuff, uh, to which yeah. I say, have you played a JRPG? People always said that about Kingdom Hearts 2 also, and uh, they yeah, were wrong about that one. They're wrong about that one. Yeah, they're wrong so, about this one, too. <laughs> probably also wrong about this one. They're uh, pretty wrong about this one. I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, I uh, will say, I was kind of like, man, people are really liking this. Maybe maybe I should give Xenoblade a shot. And then you posted a video of a fight that was just, someone just kind of spilled a big uh, tray of numbers all over the screen. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. What, did, what video did I post? I don't know. It was you just doing some cool combo move. And I was like. Oh, that was just, no, that was just a finishing attack that auto plays. No, I understand. It was just immediately like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, numbers happen. Yeah, a lot of numbers happen at the same time. Yeah, you kill some guys, you know. Yeah, again, not 
not knocking it, but I, I was just to be like, oh, I'm, I'm tired looking at this 15 second clip. I would be, it would destroy me playing this. <laughs> you're in a, uh, you're in a party of seven. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a great time. I love it. Anime. Anime. Yeah. It seems extremely anime. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's great. I love that about it. Um, yeah. No redheaded bitches, though. Can't help but mm. notice. Zero. None redheads. There's I, one girl whose hair is on fire, but it's blue. Mmm. That hair is on fire. After they fed you so well, Xenoblade 2. I know. Listen, After- I get it. I can't have it every every time. Right, right. But Gee, Molly, something. why did Z? Why does Xenoblade 2 let you have two characters? <laughs> no, it's just the one. I thought you had the. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mostly just the one. Um, I don't have much. I don't think I did much else. I started reading Hunter Hunter. Hmm. Yeah, because everyone else I know is talking about that. Turns out it's not on there, so I'm stealing that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's different. (laughs) Um, Trying to think. That's pretty much it. We recorded a bunch of Eidolon. Um, Yeah, I think think that's pretty much what I did over the last two weeks. I I played Power Washer, and I waited for Xenoblade to come out, and Xenoblade's good. So I'm, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Actually, right. it's your turn. True stories. Let's go. True <laughs> stories. I I originally asked Luke to do this for uh, my very robust and uh, well updated film mm. podcast. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I mentioned it someday, and they were like, "Oh, we can just do it on the main feed." Right. And so here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> uh, and I want to ask, yeah. what are your experiences with the Talking Heads? Well, fucking nothing, because there's no such fucking thing as the Talking Heads. God. You know what bit I was fucking just, doing. Just starting us off on a bad foot like this. What is going on? They're called talk- I don't fucking know. There's no, it's th- just- there's no the. Alright, I don't know how else I'm going to talk about them, so... They're just talking heads, that's all. Alright, great. Uh, so, uh, right. I don't know much about... Cut all that. Uh, I only know the Talking Head songs that are in Eidolon. Great. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to end that sentence with in Rock Band. <laughs> There's one in Rock Band. I know about that one. There is. Yeah. It's Psycho Killer. It's a good song. Oh, Psycho Killer in there? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think they did, like, a Talking Heads pack, but, like... I sure not, shit didn't buy it. They're not a very Rock Band-friendly band, I feel no. like. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame because I do like them quite a bit. Uh, I I was I like everything I've heard except yeah. for some of the songs on this, but that's fine. I hey, you know what the this movie and also the album of songs that came out with it was enough of a flop that it started to kill the band. So you're not alone in that. Yeah, I yeah, we'll we'll get to it, but it's got some good ones. It's not all like duds or nothing. Yeah, no, no, no. There's there's some good stuff in here. There's just a yeah. lot of stuff that is also not very good. Yeah. Music wise, I'd say it's kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, honestly, as much as I like them, I think most of their albums are kind of mixed bag, because there's a lot of, like, fuck this song rules, and then, oh, now two songs that are not very good, and now, oh, the good one again, Whew. 
This is like when I listen to the Strokes and I hear like some of the songs on the album that aren't the singles, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then I hear the singles, I'm like, this is a banger. I'm gonna buy this album. And then I buy the album, and I'm like, oh, I got tricked again. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I got tricked into buying the yeah. whole album when I wanted three songs. Yeah. I feel like there's like not a lot of bands that I like that. Or, like I like are that kind of like singles artists. Right. But yeah, I feel like Talking Heads are definitely that. Well, and in their defense a little bit, usually a lot of their songs are not very good because they try a lot of different shit, and that's, you know... Yeah, they're doing weird shit. I can respect that, even if uh, I don't always like the product of it. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, also, like like I said, I was big into them as a teenager, which was a time when the way I got my music was LimeWire, and uh, boy, I did not give a shit what what song came from what album. They're all getting dumped into a... Single iTunes library that I will put on shuffle. That's I'm not even breaking these out folder. into playlists. Yeah, yeah. Like if you want to ask me what my favorite Talking Heads album was, it was the best of Talking Heads. <laughs> right, right. Or like that my dad gave me when I was like ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like the Stop Making Sense soundtrack, which is basically a best of album. Yes. Uh, Stop Making Sense, pretty good fucking movie. It's okay. Hey, all right then. Yeah, I haven't I seen like it. it. It's pretty. If I mean, listen, it's a concert movie. It's not like yeah. But you know, hey, if you want to see a pretty fucking good concert in movie form, I'm not opposed. There's a movie called Stop Making Sense. I own I own uh, four Coheed concerts. <laughs> nice <laughs> in video form. <laughs> now, granted, they were part of one package. However, they right. did record four separate concerts. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that makes sense from a time when, like, you could put one of those in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, like, and get, like, a big-name director to direct it. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, they got that again with uh, Spike Lee and American Utopia. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you're right. Although, yeah, obviously Wait, not. what's American theaters, Utopia? But, is that... Uh, it's is David that Burns, like, still? Okay. It... it, it Talking Heads doesn't really exist anymore, but David Byrne's still around, and it's like his Broadway show oh, that they okay. did a sure. uh, yeah. Which I should yeah. watch that. I've heard it's, it's good. good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I think better than Stop Making Sense. Interesting. I like Stop Making Sense a lot, so that sounds like a great time to me. Can't wait yeah. for this feud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. It, the thing with David Byrne, and it's kind of in this movie, is that he's a very weird guy. Yeah, so he's, a, when he's they, a bit of an odd duck. When the, he made uh, Stop Making Sense, he was like, all right, great, now we don't have to tour anymore. Right, yeah. Because, like, now the movie will just be our tour, and I can just make all my weird shit. It's funny, because I've watched some, like, recent interviews with him this week, and he seems like he is kind of, not mellowed out, because he's always been a pretty mellow guy, but he seems like he's doing less of a bit as an older man. He's just yeah. kind of, I'm just going to talk, like, you know, to you. And perhaps without, fewer yeah. drugs. Yeah, without, like, you know, having this, like, affectation to it. It's like, no, uh, yeah, so this movie, this is what we were trying to do, and I think it worked pretty well. Like, oh, okay, I have not heard you yeah. talk that way before. Uh, I think one of his bandmates, like, interview was like, well, you know, he that needs things done a certain way because, yeah. you know, he's autistic. And he's like, oh, I didn't know what that word was, but I think that's me. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Hey, I didn't know what that was, but I looked into it, and yeah, actually, I am. 
All right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing you get from a lot of stories about David Byrne, like behind the scenes of Talking Head stuff, kind of sounds like a bit of a prick, at least back then. Yeah. A lot of like, okay, guys, no, we all agree. We all wrote the songs in this album, so the muse, the songwriting credits just going to Talking Heads, and then they get the published final CD. Oh, that's funny. The songwriting credits for David Byrne. How'd that happen? Mm, I'm drawing knives over this one. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Gun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, when that band broke up, it was ki- kind of messy. Yeah, and kind of... He knows, and, yeah, like, pretty, like, popular opinion is, like, yeah, he, he was the reason, and he was an asshole. Yeah. Uh, they tried to keep that band going without him with an album called No Talking, Just Head. And they're Seems just like a bad ch- idea. Yeah, they changed their name to the yes. Heads and put out one album that no one liked, and then they stopped doing that. <laughs> Shocked. <laughs> yeah. Not saying he is obviously the, the reason for the no. success. However, right, yeah, yeah. seems like yeah, a rough move. Yeah, they've uh, they've done other side projects that have been more successful than that, but yeah. yeah. Seems like the wrong way to go about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, I, everyone was just kind of mad at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And some bands can turn that into great albums, and some can't. <laughs> right. Like, uh, Ashley, we were talking before we started recording, we're both going back and listening to <laughs> You Talking Talking Heads to My Talking Head, a podcast about this band. Uh, and, like, the first episode, they're talking about how the band formed, and, like, he made, like, Tina Weymouth, who's their bassist, uh, was, like, their friend, and he made her audition, like, three times before agreeing to let her into the band. Dude! (laughs) Dude! (laughs) Yeah, he's got, he's got an unpleasant side to him. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, now to try to convince you that this movie's good. (laughs) Right, now that we... Yeah. Who turned you against this man? <laughs> Which is weird because he was the high point of this movie for me, not named yeah, no. John Goodman, I guess. Uh, but yeah, no, now this it's not making it better for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, in this yeah. movie, he's pretty delightful. I think he's great in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is his uh, only feature film that he's ever made, mm-hmm. uh, and he wrote it along with uh, a. Writer uh, slash actor. Yes. Who Do you have his name? Is, no, I was <laughs> trying to find it, and I was trying to uh, give myself enough time <laughs> to... Uh, Stephen Tobolowsky. Yeah, Stephen Tobolowsky. Who is uh, the guy from Groundhog Day who's always like, Oh, watch out, that <laughs> first step's a doozy! Yeah, I, I believe his character is just named Annoying Man. Oh, no, his name's Ned Ryerson. <laughs> oh, right. Because he's like, it's me, Ned! Yeah, right, right, right. Groundhog Day. It's been a while since I've watched Groundhog Day. It's a pretty good movie. I haven't seen it. It's a weird, no. it's a weird movie. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he... They, yeah, and like yeah. the way that they said that apparently it was written is... Uh, Peter came to David Byrne's house and David Byrne just had a bunch of drawings on his wall. Right, the like, way he, he explained it, up. he went to David Byrne's house, and he's like, he, this is a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's not actually. He had no furniture. But what he did have were drawings covering every inch of the walls like a serial killer. <laughs> and he told me, hey, I want you to write a movie based on these drawings. Yeah, every 
Part of the reason why I was, like, thinking about doing this is, you know, this is a movie about a, a weird town. Yeah. But kind of takes the opposite end of Twin Peaks, where it's, like, that's all very dark and kind of, you know, twisted. Right, right. Uh, this is just like, no, everything's cool. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, but also, David Byrne feels like a David Lynch character at points. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, the other famous story that kind of illustrates that is the time that he got mugged. Yeah. Uh, and got pulled away, and the guy he was with tells that David Byrne, when he getting pulled away, just goes, uh-oh. Yeah, he's getting dragged into the woods <laughs> by like, three guys to get the shit beat out, and he goes, uh-oh! <laughs> Which... Sure, why not? Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, he also, so yeah, Stephen Tobolowsky wrote the first draft of the movie and then gave it to David Byrne, who did not talk to him again for a year, at which point he showed him a new draft where he had rewritten almost all of the dialogue. He kept, like, the basic structure of it. Uh, and then said, hey, even though I've basically written this, I would really like it if you uh, were credited as the lead writer because... I'm worried that if I release a film called, you know, that has, like, written, directed by, and starring David Byrne, it'll look kind of, like, pretentious. So can you help me out here? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then they made the movie. They made the movie. Yeah, which is not about, it's about a not real town. Yes. Rural Texas does not exist. There's no such a place. Yeah, but it's based on a lot of different places, and, you know, this was filmed actually in Texas, and most of the extras and side actors are... Texan, yeah. Texan that uh, then auditioned as part of a large talent show that they put on. Yeah. So, and Wait, those were the auditions? So some of those talent show things are just what those people did for their audition. Oh, sure, and then they filmed it, yeah. And then they later filmed it on a set. And some of just, like, the background and side characters did a thing. And they were like, you look interesting. And, like, or you have, like, an interesting thing about you. We're going to put you in our movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, what David Byrne had said originally was that, like, the, the kernel of the idea was when they were, like, touring around, he would get, like, tabloids and read the, like fucking World Weekly News stories about, like, just wacky shit that uh, is obviously fake, but he's like, ah, oh, but what if they were real? W which is weird to me. I was surprised to hear that because that's not... Most of the stuff in this movie does not seem outlandish enough to be a World Weekly News story. No. This is all yeah. kind of mostly normal. Like, the telepathic guy, kind of, and also that one's not based on a tabloid story, so... Yeah. That one's like based the, on Stephen Tobolowsky, the co-writer who claims to have ESP. Guy? Yeah, the Radiohead guy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, which honestly, like, it more seems like he's doing a bit to hit on people. Yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely how it comes off, yeah. But, yeah, Stephen Tobolowsky thinks that he can read people's minds through radio waves. <laughs> yes. And he explained that to David Byrne, and then David Byrne went home and wrote Radiohead and then wrote him into the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that guy's pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. him, okay? Yeah, I like that yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, the, like, the Criterion Edition has, like, a, like, all the essays are written in a fake tabloid magazine. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the, the cover art is, like, David Byrne reading a tabloid. It's just odd to me, because, yeah, that, 
if you didn't tell me that, I wouldn't think this movie has anything to do with that, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird aspect that I have, like, like, I know that's true, but I've never truly, like, bought. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, it, it seems like maybe that was the original idea that kind of it got away from as it went, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, we're, we're going to learn about the history of Texas. We sure are. Yeah, uh, sure. And <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you feel like you're just kind of like, we're driving up in the front seat and you're just sitting in the back seat like yeah, reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to say I love this opening. Yeah, it's opening, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like the, the girl walking out humming and then it's just like, you know, like, oh, this was all, you know, water. Still looks like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then it was dinosaurs. I was into dinosaurs. Like, just this, like, stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, you know, like, about, like, the, the native history of Texas. Uh, and all the wars were found. And then, like, kind of the jump to, like, current day microchips. Uh, and into the, like first thing shot for this movie uh which i always loved which is david Byrne going into the movie screen yeah he's like presenting this on a film screen in like an auditorium really cool yeah and then he like opens up a rip in the film screen and walks behind it and now he's in the movie yes and he's driving his little red convertible it the most fake looking (laughs) it's it's so good this isn't even this isn't the most uh fake looking part no, no. Uh, the, I think it's like the next time it shows up. He is like moving the wheel up and down next time <laughs> right. in a like really good way. Not connected to the car. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> well, and he specifically looks back at the camera and he goes, "This thing drives real well." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and introduces us to Virgil, Texas, which is the the fictional uh, Texan town that this is all taking place in. Yeah. Uh, and they like yeah, the, all of the like score in this is just Talking head songs played on different instruments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which get like the radio reception's great out here, right? Uh, and yeah, this movie is basically listless and just more vibes than anything. Yeah, I mean, I I guess there's a plot if you're tracking like John Goodman's character arc. But also a lot of shit happens that has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um. uh, yeah, like, the, the first place we go and, like, kind of the place where we meet all of our characters is the big uh, box factory of microchips where kind of everyone works. Yeah, like, this whole town is built around this microchip factory. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I, th- I think it is going into his kind of fascination with the you know uh, like ideas of America because like this is you know an old factory job but now it's so low impact that anyone can do and so you get all these weird people together Mm -hmm. like the lying lady the radio head guy the woman who likes cute stuff and John Goodman yeah Uh, the radio what's the radio head guy's name I don't remember well, let's look it up. 
Uh, yeah, I guess I can open his a Wikipedia name is page. Uh, Ramon and Ramon. Uh, yeah, the actual guy is Humberto uh, Tito Levera, who is like a Mexican uh, singer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think he's a lot of fun in this. He's got like, and this opening scene with him is something this movie does a lot. Where like it goes from spoken dialogue to just it's still spoken dialogue, but there's kind of a musicality to it, and then it just kind of slowly transitions into now we're singing a song and like he kind of doesn't go all the way like he's singing but it's not like a musical number like it is later on but i don't know i kind of like when the movie does that yeah uh yeah and this is the the place where radiohead got their name yes yeah the band radiohead is named after the song radiohead yes which was inspired by ned ryerson from groundhog day (laughs) which is weird because i'd like if I haven't listened to, like, a ton of Radiohead, but yeah. if you had to, like, make me guess, like, who inspired them, right. Talking Heads would probably be low on the list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool name. Yeah. Can't blame uh, them for recognizing a cool name. Yeah, this movie is made in the period of time where Steve Jobs is not at Apple. <laughs> yeah, that was right. weird. <laughs> yeah, this movie's yeah. made in a period of time when you have to explain who Steve Jobs is to the audience. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what a time. If only we could go back. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this, like, one of the, like, heads of the factory or whatever is just giving David Byrne a tour of the place. And he's just kind of, you know, talking of, like, oh, this factory does such and such. It's very, like, David Byrne offers almost no opinion on anything that people say to him throughout this. He's just kind of, like... He's just there. He's kind of bright-eyed and, like, wowzers. That's wild. Yeah, and people talk to him almost if he like he is David Byrne. Like this guy keeps comparing computers to music. Yeah, yeah. But also, it he is not technically David Byrne. No, yeah, he's just or like the not. narrator yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and but we get John Goodman in the clean room. Yeah, yeah. And Lewis. This is the, yeah. This is the first major film debut of uh, John Goodman. I love to see John Goodman. I do love yeah, to see John I, Goodman. When I get to look at John Goodman, I'm having a good time. And that's true of my whole life. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, like he had been like cop one or like cop three before. Yeah, it's like his first movie role ever, but it's his first like big role. Yeah, and I'm just, yeah, every time I see John Goodman, I know I'm in for a good movie. Yeah, at, yeah. At some, like at some level. Right, right. Among the guys of all time. Yeah, Definitely right there with Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, yes. Man, is there a movie with John Goodman and Harry Dean Stanton in it? There's gotta be. Please tell me there is. This is turning into that Key and Peele bit about movies, <laughs> like very quickly. <laughs> yeah. I think we're googling the exact same <laughs> uh, But yeah, his whole thing, uh, Dillinger. Mm. No. That it, there was a guy named John and a guy named Goodman, and they combined them. Thank you, Google. That doesn't help me, Google. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his whole thing is that he is a guy looking for for not just love, but marriage. He's a wife guy in search of a wife. He yes. he wants nothing more than to be a wife guy. He uh, just wants to be a wife guy. For so him, bad. it's going to be very difficult to be a wife guy in the scenario he ends up in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I. I feel like it is just through John Goodman being, like, one of the most lovable dudes. Uh-huh. 
that this does not come off as intensely creepy. Yeah, it could come yeah. off as creepy very I, easily. Yeah, I, I think anybody else maybe does not get this, but yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, he sells, like, the earnestness of it, of just, like, no, this is a completely innocent man who has never had, like, an evil thought in his mind. Yeah, yeah like, and even when he, like, doesn't like other people, it's just like a, well, that's that's your life, and, you know, right. I'm gonna keep living mine. Well, it is also specifically, he keeps saying, like, uh, women just want to fuck too much, and that's not what I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that helps diffuse some of the creep vibes of it also. Where he's and like, no, no. It into a different type of... Yeah, a little bit. yeah, I was gonna say, a little, but he does kind of have, like, well, I'm just a nice guy, and all the girls want all the mean guys Oh, vibe. totally, yes. Yeah, it, it would be very easy for him to come off like a fucking insult. Yeah, and unfortunately it's... it does not come off that way, but the, the, there is a line here. Totally. Yes, and yeah, I, I'm more just amazed that he is walking it. Right. Uh, I like the, the joke where they're at a big, uh, like, Chinese restaurant. Uh-huh. And this person has, like, eight kids. Yes. Yes. And he's just like, oh, they're sitting alphabetically. Right, because she's like, oh, you've already memorized their names, right? And he's like, oh. And also, you get to see old cans of, co- like, soda, which is always weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, we get him, like, he's on a date with doing some yoga. girl. Doing yoga. trying to teach him yoga, and he can't even sit cross-legged. Yeah, like, again, in the period of time where uh, yoga needs to be explained. Right, right. Yeah. And yoga is, like, this weirdo hippie thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he is yeah, uh, just a lovable guy. More of Dave Bird driving. This is when we get the scene where he is... <laughs> just having a lot of fun with that steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, clearly not looking at the road, clearly not yeah. actually driving anything. Like, shitty green screen behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, oh, yeah, it basically looks like a rear projection, like in an old movie. Right, right. I also like that he just goes, you know, someone said that highways were the cathedrals of America. Not me, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Are... <laughs> He's he just, just, he just says things. He's just having some fun making a movie. <laughs> he just does say things. I don't know. That's, yeah, he's going to say a lot of stuff in this movie. I like him. I think he's charming. Yeah. But I don't understand what's going on here or what's good about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this this uh, this movie for me is a lot about the vibes and it's just sure the v- vibes of this movie like jigsaw piece perfectly into a part of my brain yeah i think that's reasonable sure i i will say i i think it's sounding like i liked this movie more than molly did and not as much as you did uh yeah, like, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's insane yeah, I definitely, to me, but okay. <laughs> I, I would yeah. not put it there. There's, we'll get to it, there's a major part of this movie that I think is simply bad, and it kind of tanks a lot of it for me. But, uh, yeah, a lot of it does work for me, and when it's working, yeah, I'm I'm charmed by it at the very yeah, least. Yeah, like, again... All the parts where David Byrne and or, and or John Goodman are on the screen, I'm I'm clapping, I'm laughing, I'm pointing at my screen, I'm having a great time. What a what yeah. a pair of guys! Right. Um, well, I, unfortunately, there's also the rest of the movie. <laughs> hmm. Well, I am interested to hear what part you think is like lowers the rest of the movie. Uh, I think the rich woman in bed is an obnoxious character, and I'm kind of annoyed anytime she's on screen. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> And it was really like, oh, what the fuck do you mean that's who John Goodman marries at the end? Yeah, what the fuck are we talking about? 
Yeah, that's fair. I, I would definitely think she's the weakest part of the movie. And yeah. I understand that's not what this movie is going for, but the uh, uncritical look at what a cool thing this big company moving into this small town is, is maybe not the best look. Is it uncritical, though? That's something I've been I kind really of batting around in my head. I think I, it's not, it's not David Byrne is certainly critical. not going to tell you anything about it. David Byrne is simply going to say, isn't it cool that this is here and not say anything else? It's definitely, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I don't know, though. I feel like it is less... I don't think he's as jazzed about it as his character in this movie is, though. All right, but I wish that come through at all. <laughs> that's that's fair. It, it it feels like it's got a, like a little bit of backhandedness to me that I don't... Yeah. I mean, Ashley, what do you, you've watched this movie more than I have. What do you think? Uh, my kind of read of this movie is that it is more interested in what people are kind of having to do day to day. Right. And like, specifically like thinking about like the mall shopping scene. Yeah. That like, anyway, he talks about like, oh, you know, like all these other companies are closing doors because of. The mall coming in. Right. And... But doesn't he say that that's not, like, necessarily true? Like, there's that whole thing about how they'll go... Where, they'll shop wherever they want to shop. It doesn't matter. Yes, but, like, the way that he is framing it is that, like... Because of its kind of, like, overwhelming bigness and, like, the... That it is this, you know... To use an earlier phrase, like American Cathedral, I believe he does say that you know shopping is a is a religion. That it, sorry, it's okay. Yeah, I I I think part of it is that having him breathlessly repeat such obvious bullshit is supposed to make it more self apparent that it's bullshit. They're like, okay, yeah, when someone's believing it that like sincerely, that's... obviously it's not. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, just like... doesn't feel like that's what it comes across as. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, like, the, the one that makes, that kind of, like, comes to mind when Luke said that is specifically, like, when he goes, like, he, it looks like someone just comes by and says something, and then it's like, he's like, says, you know, you know, blah, 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 you know, when, yeah. you know, when she was interviewed at the mall. It's like these things that seem natural are more actually just constructed. Yeah. Or like, I think one of the parts where it tips its hand more heavily about like its stance is he's walking through the mall, giving his whole spiel. And then he looks over and there's two guys, uh, laughing over a tabloid story about peasants selling themselves to vampires for blood money. And it's the one point where he seems to actually have an opinion about something. Like, he he is judgmental of these two guys in a way that he's not of anybody else. Where he's like, ah, fuck you for laughing at them when you're in a fucking shopping mall effectively doing the same thing. Yeah, I guess. It is definitely a movie that, like... I, I had to... Its point of view is not front and center. I'll give you that for sure. I just don't think it has one it does not feel like it's trying to say much <sighs> yeah i mm. 
to go back to what Ashley was saying, I think the main thing it's trying to say is that, like, like Ashley was saying, it's focused more on the people here and less, like, the conditions of the town or anything like that. It's like, yeah. ah, yeah, hey, this is kind of a shitty small town that's basically owned by this company, but, you know, these people are still, like, nice and creative and have, like, dreams and ambitions and, like, they're people worth, like... Spending time with, regardless of, like, you know, them being out in the middle of nowhere and in this shitty, like, 80s-ass American town, you know? Yeah. And, sure. uh, one, all of the, uh, extras in the malls are twins. Oh, are they? Oh. Yes. Which I think kind of plays into, like, the just kind of repeating nature. Yeah. That is... I think inherent in like the highways, the buildings that he, the metal buildings that he talks about, right? Uh, and also the weird fashion show, which is actually about like from all of these like independent American folk artists being presented as like this catalog, right? Yeah. I, I definitely I'm I'm with you Molly to a degree that I think it's yeah. It if it has something to say, I think it could say it a little stronger or a little less muddled. I yeah, I I just don't yeah, I I don't think it is taking a strong stance on anything, which is fine. Nothing you don't have to. No, totally. Uh just, you know. Uh I, yeah. I, I was hoping for a little more. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Like I said, yeah, I I think he's more just hey, small town people, they're pretty neat. I'm David Byrne. Yeah, sure. Again, sure, man. People exist. I'm with you. They're out yeah. there. Your your award winning uh, impression. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on. I got another knock at the door. <laughs> Shut right. up. Uh, I I love every time that John Goodman calls himself the bear. Uh huh. He's he's like he has the rough shape of a panda bear. He has maintained it his whole life. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, and, and he will continue to maintain it his whole life. Right. I love that about him. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> he c- called shot right there. Right, yeah. Uh, and they're at a lip-syncing bar? Yes, they go to a bar where they are doing, like, a uh, yeah lip-sync of Wild Wild Life by the talking. It's like every line, someone else jumps on stage to do it. It's fun. I like this This song's line. fun. I like this Is one. It, yeah. 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 It's a good song, and I think they do a good job, like, selling just, like, the fun vibe of being in this room. Absolutely. I would be having a great time in this bar. Yes, and, yeah, I just like all the different types of people that come up and the weird ways they dance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was reading Uh, a thing from David Byrne about this specifically, and he was like, yeah, no, the thing is, like, the the song means whatever each person lip-syncing it wants it to mean. They can kind of put their own spin on it, and, like, for a second, it's, like, their song, and now it's someone else's. And, like, yeah, I think that's a fun idea. Yeah. Uh, I going more to David Byrne being a weirdo and yeah. probably not great towards his bandmates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he originally wanted the soundtrack to just be the versions that you hear in the movie. So like this and Love for Sale would be the Talking Heads versions, right? And all of the other songs would only be sung by the characters. Oh, sure. Wow, that would be and, even worse. I assume. <laughs> Uh, and everyone was like, that's insane, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be rude, some mid-performances in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but yeah, I think the Criterion version was like finally put out a CD where like that's the main one, and then they just have a bonus CD that's the actual CD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, sure, David Byrne, if you if you want to do the thing, we'll do the thing. Listen, if again. you want to sign off on our you know version, sure. Yeah. This album was not a commercial success, even with the songs being done by Talking Heads. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's always kind of been a weird thing with Talking Heads, where it's like, yeah, oh yeah, Psycho Kid. I don't think they're a very popular band, right? Like they they, were they have some songs, insanely popular. They, much like Twin Peaks, they got very big very fast, and then burnt out nearly as quickly. That's okay. Wow. Well, like. They lasted longer than Twin Peaks, obviously. Yeah, it wasn't literally a year and they're done. But. Yeah. Yeah, but no, like, they had a quite a successful run for a while. Yeah. Huh. Uh, like, yeah, like, Psycho Killer was, like, a huge hit. And it's, like... I mean, it's a banger. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a banger, but, like, if... I wouldn't think that, like, that song coming out in, like, in 1977 was, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, top ten hit. Right. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah. I'm just going to say, shouts out to this lady in the yellow jumpsuit at the start of the Wild Wildlife bit. She's 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 feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to shout out the lying woman. Incredible. Yes. Oh, yeah. Every scene. Yeah. <laughs> she is great. And also apparently made up most of her dialogue. <laughs> yeah, apparently she was basically supposed it. to be a background extra, but kept coming up with funny shit she should so be saying in a scene. And they're like, well, I mean, that's funny. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> she is like a... She, like, had some stuff written and was, like, supposed to be that one scene where she, she has a date with uh, John Goodman, Lewis, yeah. where she talks about her tail. Right. <laughs> she was born with a tail and gave her psychic powers. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. Sold it to, sold it to a secret service agent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but, like, she would just show up to every other scene that they filmed and she, with, like, a different outfit. And she's like, all right, I got new rhymes. And she'd be like, fucking okay. Uh, she should be who John married at the end. That would yes. be really funny. Listen, he's and, a very open, honest guy. She's a liar. It's a fun, you know, yeah. opposite track thing. I think yeah, it's much yeah. more fun than the woman who has been laying in bed the whole for the last 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Uh... Where are we? I can't watch we're, the movie. I don't have the movie. <laughs> uh, we're it, we were just kind of fishing up wild wildlife. Yep. Uh, I was you know watching this and thinking about Twin Peaks at the same time. Right. I was. I did have the very uncharitable thought to Twin Peaks of I think there are more black characters in this scene than all of <laughs> Twin Peaks. I mean, you That's might not be true. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. I, now that said, thing. a similar amount of black speaking roles in this movie compared to Twin Peaks. Yeah. You got, like, Papa uh, Legba, and I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I also, a thing that I vibe with, and I would... The Criterion, like, menu is just all of these interstitial, like, scenes. Mm -hmm. And I would just have that on, because I love these interstitial scenes of, like... The kids getting drug, uh, like, uh, you know, doing like a sobriety test or oh, sure. just a guy dancing in a window. Yeah, yeah. I like those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we also, this is our introduction to my least favorite character about like, hey, you know, someone told me about this woman that lives in town that's so rich she never gets out of bed. Wouldn't you? Yeah. And the next scene that we have is with her. And, and yeah, she, she sucks. 
She's just not fun or funny at all. She's not fun or funny. And also, every time she has, like, some new device to do some mundane task for her, I just hate her more. Yeah. It is, yeah. like... it. It's very much like this is a bit from, like, a 60s sitcom episode where, like, the episode bit is that they're rich this time. And then they yes. lose all their money at the end because they right. bought the machine that feeds you or whatever. Yeah. Like, the... So, I guess also a big part of my problem with this movie is, like, there's... This woman is here doing that, right? And, yeah. you know, that's that's fine. But, like, there's nothing likable about her. I'm not... I don't understand why Lewis would like her. Right. Besides, like, she called him one time. Yeah. And I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, oh, God, I feel like there was something else I was going to bring up about her. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. Yeah, I definitely do feel like David Byrne thinks he's saying something with this. And I... Right. Like, oh, a lot of the... That's that's the thing. Like, it's so uncritical about someone being so lazy after having a bunch of money because, well, wouldn't you? It's like, well, I mean, I guess. Like, ah, I, see, I, I, I don't think it's uncritical. Like, I th- yes, he's literally saying, wouldn't you? But the obvious answer is, no, this sucks. Right, but then he gets married to her at the end. So what the fuck am I supposed to think? I, uh, yeah. You can't have both. You can't have both. I mean, to be honest, that admit this might be getting colored by the fact that I just despise this character. That feels almost like a, like, ah, not a good ending for John Goodman. I guess, but like... Like, why? he got what he wanted, but, oh, oh, this is okay. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I just don't think, it just, I don't know why, I don't understand what happened here. Again, like, yeah, I mean, this woman's presence in this movie, like, knocks a whole star off it for me, I think. I, I also... I think... Go ahead, Ashley. I think that we are supposed to, incent, like, think that she is quirky... And, like, charming in a certain sense, and I think it just fails. Yeah. I'm annoyed when she's on screen. (laughs) Yeah. And, fuck, I lost what I was going to say. No, it's okay. Um, We'll we'll get to it, but the other thing is, like, the family, uh, the family who has... um, I don't know if he owns the factory or if he's just oh, in the, charge of it. The, like, where he's giving the speech about, like, oh, this table represents the town, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. strange vibes. Oh, very strange vibes. I understand that they're, like, making fun of this type of guy. Right. Uh, but then at the same time, like, he, he go out and he, like, talks about how cool it is that they're building this town. Like, he, yeah. He's the mayor. He's the mayor? Yes. Yeah, because he's at the parade later, like, announcing stuff. I thought it was just because they were sponsoring the parade no uh people talk about that he brought it to this town okay uh yeah. because he accepted right, I money he worked there okay no right. yeah i i understand why you thought that though it's yeah it's not uh, particularly clear yeah but okay so, <laughs> so the mayor has never talked to his wife in the last 10 years right yes. okay all right, I'm very confused about what this movie's doing then, I guess. I, I don't... I think what this movie's doing, and Ashley, feel free to, like, mm-hmm. counter this or, or add to it or whatever. I think the idea is, hey, here's a bunch of weirdos. They're objectively weirdos, but they also, like, they're more than that also. They got other stuff going on. They have, like, like yes, that guy's a freak who hasn't talked to his wife in ten years, and he's just a weird business brain yeah. 
creep, I, but also, like, he does have, like, a passion in his heart, and isn't that worth something in and of itself? But, yeah, I also think that he is, like, the most fake of, like, if you want to take the, the more cynical reading of this, yeah. the most fake of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With his, like, big hand mo- movements and... Right, I guess I mean, that's just what I was feeling from it. Right, yeah. Not, I don't want to be the most cynical one here, but... No, sure. No, yeah. I think, like, it, it's kind of why I connected these two film, you know, like, auteurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I think that they are both entranced by both, like, the purity of a small town and the cynicism of small towns. Yeah, but I think David Lynch is a little more, at least maybe not aware of, but definitely more upfront about, like, Hey, it kind of sucks shit, and I sort of love it because that's just who I am, but it objectively sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I also think David Lynch is more experienced in making visual media. No, totally. Like, this Absolutely. is this yes. is David Bird's one thing, right? Like, right, right. Yes. I, I get it. He, He's not going to be perfect in one. Right. Yeah. He had, like, made, like, a music video before this. Right. Yeah. And, like, at times, this movie feels like just a chain of music videos. Yes. Yes. All right, we can move uh, on. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we're at the mall. We've basically already discussed this scene. Discussed no, yeah. Scene. Uh, it's less important about, like, what, you know, the plot of this and what we're actually talking about, which is just our larger feelings about it. <laughs> right. And because, yeah. like, the most I could say for, you know, like, this scene where they talk with each other is, hey, I like some of the lines. And, you know, I like this, the shot of his shoes with watches in them. Yeah. Hey, John Goodman's fashion in this movie, terrific. Oh, yeah. He's kind of yeah. killing this look. <laughs> uh, I have a special place in my heart for this weird-ass fashion show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for being extremely fucking weird and this lady badly singing the song. Be sexy in business, be successful at night. Yeah, and all of her, yeah, like, stuff that sounds like uh, you cut out all of the phrases in an ad magazine and just yeah. mixed them around. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, this is the scene where he says, oh, yeah, he's the, she's the mayor's wife. Right, and uh, Dave says, oh, I'm going to eat dinner with them later. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, yeah, Vea Corp, this, and, but, this mall wouldn't be here without him. Yeah. But, okay, you know, also, I guess that's why I got yeah. confused. That's that's fair. Um, yeah, and, like, the fashion show is very, like... I mean, it starts off, uh, like, normal-ish. Like, yeah, at first it's just business suits, and then the raincoats kind of, like, start... <laughs> yeah. Fucking it up. Yeah, they're, like, weird raincoats with, like, weird bulky shapes under them, and then it's just, like, little kids dressed in grown-up clothes. Uh, the grass suit. Yeah, just a suit made out of grass. Yeah. One made out of astroturf and one made out of real gla- grass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, Dear Burns says, like, I wore, it felt like being buried. Very odd. Uh-huh. I was like, all right. <laughs> you think this is odd. Yeah. I think all I- the stories of him kind of being a dick were not helping, are, are not helping my <laughs> perception of this either. That's Probably fair. Not. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it eventually just turns into, like, just objects. Yeah. Like 
just cosplaying like as like wall, a lamp. Their, yeah, their bushes there. Yeah. And then the lady at the very end has that giant thing in her head and falls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's fine, I like though. how they, yeah, they don't show the fall because they clearly cannot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get a quick little scene of like a man and a woman walking arm in arm through like an empty field, just kind of. Yeah. This uh, another I think reason why this is like such a top tier movie for me is I watched it a lot as a kid. Sure. Yeah. Of okay. Course. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and this was uh, my mom and dad's favorite scene. Yeah. Oh, my stomach feels all fluttery. Did, Did you he fart? Just far? <laughs> yeah. They would say that to each other so often. <laughs> okay, sure. You know what? If my parents had seen this movie, they would too. <laughs> yeah, and I like I like on a vacation. I brought this like copy, and they were like, "Oh, like," and like they quoted this scene. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, you guys still do it." <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where we get the the lying woman scene, uh, date with Lewis. Yeah. Uh, where yeah, she says that she. Uh, is somewhat psychic because she was born with a vestigial tail. Yes. Uh, but then... Uh, and he's clearly ready to tap out on this date, like, a minute in, but he can't be rude. Don't want to be rude. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's like... Uh, oh, yeah, his name is Louis Fine. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, just him wanting to get the fuck out of there, but doing all these exaggerated movements to be like, yeah. nope, I'm still enjoying my time with you. I'm not gonna just leave you. Right. See, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, there's a there's a conflict here. And, like, you could... If this was, like... If you had more scenes with them together where they, like, begin to build, like, an actual romance, you could feel something kind of fun and charming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it working. I- you know, because like, yeah, this whole thing is that. like, eh, every woman's not really looking for what I'm looking for, and this woman's like into him, but he's not into her at all. What a flip. Like, yeah, you can do something with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're definitely making me like, like, yeah, that is a huge problem with this movie that I just kind of don't think about. Movie's called True Stories. It should involve marrying the lying woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get the scene at the mayor's house. Uh, this... Another reason is that this guy is less evil Leland to me. <laughs> sure, yeah. Oh. I mean, that's the vibe. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I. Yeah. Just, like, he reminds me a lot of, like, white hair Leland when we didn't know that he was, like... Sure. But he, he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm super happy. <laughs> right, he could get up and sing Get Happy in this scene. In yeah. fact, he basically does. Yeah. Uh, I like them passing David Byrne a plate with a single pig and a blanket on it. It's really funny. It made me want a pig and a blanket. Yeah. It's yeah, making me want one now. This I dinner table is also, yeah, they've got pigs in a blanket, a lobster, and like a flower vase full of asparagus. Yeah, weird, weird dinner table, whatever. Uh-huh. And like jelly, and like a, a thing of like gummy bears. Oh yeah, and also like stuffed peppers. Yeah, weird fucking table. Yeah. And yeah, the way that they have never talked to each other is they just say to their kids, oh, tell your mom. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then like, oh, dad's, you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And yeah, he goes into this whole speech about, uh, you know, how 
he basically starts doing like a political speech. Right. As and, yeah, like laying out food on the table to be like, well, this is the town. And like, this lobster, that's Veracorp. And like, this mustard car is a car. And then like, oh, look at how it all flows together. Yeah, and... This was and impossible like to follow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. David Byrne can't follow it either. He forgets what the peppers represent. Yeah. Uh, and I like the, the joke of the daughter going, do you hear music? And David Byrne yes. goes, something wrong with your, do- with your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why is she the weird one here? Yeah, yeah we can basically just go through this again. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I don't necessarily think this scene is meant to be followed. He's just kind of babbling. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the puzzle and evidence church scene. Yeah, this I one's fucking one... hated this. Yeah, I. This one's got weird vibes to me, but yeah. I did not like this one bit. Okay. Uh, I like it. I'm I'm between the two of you. <laughs> this is also I very... just don't think it's a good song. I don't think it's a great song. I agree. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Like, cause also like all of my the things that I'm going to say are like dumb bullshit that only I'm into. No, I mean, listen, it's fine. Go for it. I'm here. Uh, like, this is very much based on the the church of the sub genius that like Devo was also really into. Right. Yeah. Okay. Never Which mind. I'm not ba- into it. <laughs> no. no yeah. Sorry, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's ba- it, it was basically the flying spaghetti monster for like '70s musicians and oh and like right. It's the it's what cool edgy atheists were into in the '80s. Yeah. Oh. It's like they pray to, like, a guy who's, like, a leave-it-to-beaver dad with a corncob pipe. I've never seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And it, like, yeah, I think his name is Bob, actually. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and it's just very, like, uh, what if uh, America was your religion, but literally? Doesn't that blow your fucking mind, yeah. Christians? Yeah, like not, th- yeah, not that was the thing that I discovered as a young shitty atheist, and I still have some, at least like, like of the iconography uh-huh. of weird fifties, like collage. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a talking head song with choir. Yep, and uh, I like the preacher is just yelling about conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was also again when watching this movie deeply into conspiracy theories. Sure. Sure. As more of like a concept than a yeah, actually believing them. No, right, what, right. listen. I don't want you to feel like you have to defend yourself here. No, I, I, I'm just trying to say like this okay. is why I enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah that's. Yeah. I just want to be clear. I'm not. Uh, listen, I yeah. you know we delayed this because it was too damn hot. Right. It was so too I, fun. I, you I, know what? You know what I did last week? I survived the fucking heat wave. <laughs> that's what <yeah>. I did. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I, I have known that, like, yeah, uh, I, I know that you two don't like this movie as much as I do, and right. I don't know if I can really explain why I like this movie. That's well, it totally sounds like because you watched it a lot as a kid, that's fine. Again, yeah. I, despite my, like, issues with it, I had a good time watching this movie. I want to be clear about that. Yeah, the parts the parts that I like, I really like. I, like it's just I've, a lot of the stuff around it, I don't. Yeah, like, I enjoyed myself when I sat down to watch True Stories, a film by David Byrne. Uh, you know, just I've got 
there's bits where I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can kind of check out for this part. Yeah, and there's, uh, like, some of the stuff where I'm like, nope, you're wrong. It's just, fuck, I just fucking love it. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, hey, that's some fine. Stuff, yeah, and some stuff where I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, the, in the whole scene where it's just all the different houses uh, until they hit, quote, the edge of the civilized world. Yeah. I, I just, like... It just was like looking at that, I'm like, yeah, those are the, like, that's a breaking bad house. <laughs> uh, and I like the weird line the mayor says after the scene where he goes, you know, like, you know, a place where you can raise your kids, but not a lot of people having kids, you know, it's the end of the world and all. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what with Y2K coming up? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think part of why the preacher scene rubs me the wrong way is similar to what Molly's been talking about. Like, this kind of fucking guy in particular just deserves way meaner treatment than this movie's ever going to give him. Yeah, this it's it's just presented as a thing that happens rather than something to be hated. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that David Byrne more finds it amusing, even if he knows that this person is bad. Right. Yeah. Then what, you know us looking at this now and probably people looking at it then who were not in David Byrne's shoes. Right, yeah, yeah. Saw it as. Yeah. Hard to be in David Byrne's shoes. Weird guy. It's gonna look Weird like shoes. Da- David Byrne's shoe size. Probably wearing them, probably wearing them on, on opposite feet. Shoe size. is just like wiki feet. Can, do they have me for this? <laughs> you know what they do. David Byrne's feet, wiki feet, men. Um, not a shoe size, though. Just... Ah. That seems like bullshit. If he was a woman, they would have that shoe size. A lot of pictures of his bare feet. I'll give him that. I mean, American Utopia, he's barefoot the whole time, so it's mostly from yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Didn't mean to go this way. No, me neither, but now we're here, so, you know. There's David Burns' feet for you. I just thought it'd be a funny you. joke if I said he's wearing his shoes all the time. That's all. Sure. I don't want to see yeah. his feet, but yep, there they are. There they are. <laughs> all right, thanks, thanks, Luke. Yeah, you're welcome. Can I delete this? Is there any way to get this off my screen? Uh, well, let's see. Skype report a concern. I removed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Continue, please. Yeah, <laughs> What's after uh, the church scene? I, I do like, yeah, when David Burns just yeah. driving down the street, like through this under construction suburb, he's like, wow, all these houses. Who do you think lives here? And like, they're talking about it in very positive terms. And also, it's just. A suburb with, like, two big houses with garbage floating around in the yard, like... Yeah. This was, yeah. like, I don't think you can say this movie's completely uncritical. And, yeah, everything has a two-car garage. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say, I, I, someone that lives I in think, Texas, yeah, it looks like this. I still think you can probably say this movie's uncritical. Uh, right, but if I it think just can, looks like this, is just what it is. I think you could say this movie is uh, not as critical as it could or maybe should be. I don't think you could say it's uncritical. The next scene is the love for Sam, which I assume we could just skip by saying that the woman in the bed sucks. Pretty good song, ruined by the woman in the bed commentating over it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, this is where I was just fully fucking sick of this character. I was like, yeah, oh no, we're going to keep going back to her? Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, I I like the weird additions to um, Dreamweaver. Uh, Dream Operator, you mean? Adobe Dreamweaver? Dream <laughs> yeah, Adobe Dreamweaver. The the new update's really good. Um, <laughs> Dream I can... Operator, I like the weird additions to that, even though I think it is a worse version of that song overall. Yeah. Uh, but I, this is just 
even though it is just Talking Heads performing the song, right? Uh, it is a worse version because you have to constantly hear her. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's just talking it. over it. You're like, wow, this sure is a song I'm listening to. Wowzers! Uh, shut the fuck up. Also, I'm like, why do you keep changing the channel? I was watching that. God damn. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Earth- Molly, she only watches the commercials. She changes the channel when the show starts. Oh my god, is that really what? Okay. Yeah. I don't know right. if I pick that up. Anytime they cut to the TV, it's always she's watching a commercial. All right, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I would rather just watch the version of this video that is that they seem to have shot where yeah. it's the talking head presented as a candy ad. Yeah, they're just yeah. getting covered in chocolate and wrapped up and sold and eaten. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of weird shit happening here. Yeah. Yeah. I've, you get your ki- That kissing cookie I don't like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can, in fact, watch this fucking music video. So, great news. All right, man. I never sought it out, so yeah, <laughs> I obviously don't care that much. <laughs> uh, it does give us Lewis finds uh, like dating application video. It's so funny. That part's good. Yeah, that part is so all, good. All John Goodman's different- back. Yeah. Is it every again, like I said, every time John Goodman is on my screen, I am pointing yeah. and laughing. I'm having a wonderful time. I'm I don't know if it. he's ever put in a good a bad performance. Yeah, I don't think I've ever Not seen that him I know be bad. of, but I haven't watched very many yeah. movies, so. Right. Again, brings a level of integrity and pure love to Speed Racer that that movie frankly didn't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect though. Yeah. He was bored to play a man called Pops. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite stories is that, like, he was going through a really tough time mm-hmm. during the production of Speed Racer. Yeah. And, like, I, I think with alcoholism. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, like the, the, the family, like, got around him and, like, helped him through it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like all the different outfits he wears. This is, of course, where I get the line where he talks about how he... Has a very consistent panda bear shape. Yes. Yes. So good. I love this man. Won't you please call this number? That's 844-WIFE. <laughs> 844-WIFE. <laughs> it is honestly... Un- the least realistic part of this movie is that uh, John- no one has dated John Goodman already. <laughs> yeah! yeah, somebody, yeah. Somebody husband this man, please. Right. I was saying that way he's going to find out he's looking for a male wife. I mean, yeah, no, the, another good way for this movie to end, he just rides off with David Byrne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, looking at John Goodman's Wikipedia page, I did just find out he's been a lifelong fan of the St. Louis Cardinals, so he is canceled. Ah. Ah. Too bad. <laughs> uh, Cancel culture claims another. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- uh, then we get the, the scene with her, uh, him, and the, I think, the cute lady. Yeah, she just loves with the, with all she the pink stuff. Yeah, I love she did, her. She lives in a giant dollhouse. Yes. I love her. What a what a gal. Yeah. I, I would never want to talk to her, but I don't no, love her because yeah. she's mean to John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I like that like she doesn't even think she's being mean. Right. Yeah, she's just it's talking. just like she's just like that's really sad and I don't know if I could live with that. And he's like, "Yeah, I guess I'm sad." But, like, I like it like that. I I never thought about it before. I guess I am sad. (laughs) Yeah. I like like to listen to sad music that makes me want to lay down on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've been there, man. Yeah. Uh, 
And also just his performance of like after and she's just like kind of in shock and he just goes, well, how do you like it? <laughs> yeah, he, he sings the song. He's practicing for the talent show and he's yeah. not very good yet. And also he doesn't know most of the words of the song he's writing yet. He's still and working just, you out. You can see like the just pity and just like ugh in her face and it just is crushing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like he's already clearly so nervous to be doing this in front of a person, and she's just giving him nothing. Yeah, I, again, I love this movie. I also sometimes feel like this scene belongs in a better movie <laughs> that is more focused on John Goodman. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. I just wish this was a John Goodman movie. At the end of the day, he's so yeah. good in this. It just made me wish he was in more of it, and I am sad I, that he's not. I don't know if I disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah, it, I. It seems like, like, yeah, like, basically everyone around this was like, you need John Goodman in this movie. Like, the casting agent was like, John Goodman is going to, like, anchor this movie. Like, right. this is the this is the anchor character of this movie, and you need someone who is, like, both, like, not a movie star yet. Yeah. yeah. But has that presence. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I, I completely, this is, like, this is not a John Goodman vehicle. Completely understand why he's not, like, sure. the centerpiece of the movie. But it does bum me out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, and especially no, yeah. by the end, like when he's doing the song, it's so good. Yeah. 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 The the like fucking jump up from this scene, which is just like sad and a little cringy, and you just like your heart kind of breaks for him too. Yeah. Him just fucking crushing it on the stage yeah. at the end. It's so yeah. good. It's really great. And then he's I in also, bed with the lazy lady. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, from the highest peaks to the lowest valleys. Uh, <laughs> this movie makes them call it Twin Valleys. I I like also a, like an opposite of Twin Peaks. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, like Twin Valleys. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I love the scene at the at the Mexican bar. Yeah. Or he's trying to get in to <laughs> see his friend. Get in. <laughs> he's he's got to pay No, you don't that's my friend Ramon on stage. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to stay and dance, sir. You yeah. owe me $3. Also, this dude with the accordion and the eye patch. Pretty cool guy. He's going, yeah. he's going for it, man. Yeah. I think that, yeah, he was a guy who, like, showed up to the talent show, played accordion. And they're like, yes, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he gets the information about this uh, the love doctor. Yeah, Ramon tells him about a guy he needs to go see to fix his love life. Yeah, and it He's turns gonna get out his vibes back in order. Yeah, it turns yes. out to be the butler of the lazy lady, who is also like a oh, is this priest. the same guy? Yeah, it's the same yeah. guy. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was the same guy. Yeah, I I love that. Yeah, he's like a. a Voodoo priest, and he's got like this very folk art, like you know, it, like uh, words. He's got this very folk art front yard that, like, yeah. yeah. And then it cuts to the inside, and it's just this like normal, like he. You get into a weird room later, but like it's right. just like a a lady and a kid watching television. Yeah, it's yeah, his wife yeah. and his kid just like, all right, I guess I'm watching TV. I don't know what yeah. you're doing here. Go to the other room where we keep the weird stuff. Right. Yeah, all right, give, it's give behind the curtain of beads. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, give me your it. money. I, I, I get what the fuck this is. This is my dad's side gig. <laughs> yep. Gotta remove anything metallic before walking in. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Pop Staples. 
yeah blues folk singer mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah uh big inspiration and fan and uh friend of david byrne and so he put him in this movie that yeah. makes sense yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. uh and basically yeah the <laughs> john goodman okay just, he yeah go ahead he he is the father of mavis staples i thought i was like it might be like it's like oh like, yeah staples is a weird name but like i guess they could not be related <laughs> sure I'm honestly digging this guy's vibe. <laughs> yeah, I like his vibe. Yeah, I like his vibe. I, I think his song is a little long, but yeah, vibe's good. Yeah. Uh, I also I went to daycare in a house that scarily looked like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> like again, like as like I'm watching this, I'm like, well, you guys didn't go into a like to daycare like every day till like you were like ten. Yeah, and like a, just a no, like in a house with a bunch of like weird wooden sculptures and uh, like, actually, right. oh Ashley, we couldn't afford daycare. <laughs> oh, we couldn't afford daycare either. This was just a lady they knew we knew that they dropped me off at. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. What is what is daycare but a lady? You know, I I remember <laughs> this is a, a weird story, but I don't think I've ever told it in the podcast, and it deserves to be known. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once. Uh, on our way there, uh, my dad, like, parked our car, uh, to go, like, get a newspaper and get a, a candy bar for me. Yeah. And I was just, uh, and he was like, I'm just gonna leave it running, I'm just going in for, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause Bad it was hot. In the car. It was, it was hot outside. Yeah. Uh, and. I wanna be clear, how old were you? I was about, like, six. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, continue. Yeah. Again, no ill will towards my father. Probably a bad idea. Probably, like, Pretty an actual bad crime. idea. Yeah. 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 It's not good. But, you know. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and it all ends up okay. Yes. You You're know, here now. I don't, yeah, I don't die at the end of this. <laughs> uh, but he walks back out, and the car is gone. And he's like, oh, no. Like, he's like instantly like, oh my god, someone stole my car and stole my kid. And my child. Oh yes. no. Oh no. Oh no. Uh-huh. And then he sees the car driving on like it's like a no. <laughs> it's like a grass. Uh, like there's like you know two lanes of tra- like one way traffic and then like a grass like thing in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's like pretty big. Uh, and he sees it driving through the grass onto the other road. Mm-hmm. And so he throws down his shit and just starts, like, running and, like, throws open the door to find me alone. <laughs> uh, and that the... Did you just, like, pull the e-brake or something? That the... It had accidentally gone from park to reverse. Okay. Oh, yeah. So also it was going in reverse around <sighs> this. And into the streets. Extremely bad. Uh, but apparently I was, like, just, like, sitting down, just, like, not really paying attention to anything. And, like, my dad, like, bursts in and, like, pu- like pulls out the keys. And I just go, hi, Dad. <laughs> Classic. Terrific. And he's like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> and and look at what you've knows. done. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we then went to daycare, and he instantly told everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, natural. 
Anyway, it's time uh, for the parade, the celebration of specialness. Yeah. Which it, we have not talked about at all, but that's like the frame for the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, that's the frame for this whole movie is that this parade's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Th- this town's throwing a, a parade of specialness, but I don't get it. This town's completely normal. Uh, Does he say that? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just a bunch of kind of... It's things you would expect at a parade and then things you would not expect at a parade. Right. Uh, like the uh, lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like, hey... This is what the people in this town are into, so this is what the parade's about. Yeah. And some yeah, some of it's parade stuff and some of it's not. I think I think that's fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that this and the talent show I think are where what I feel like is the main idea of the movie come through the best, which is that yeah, like, hey, these people have just as much like, you know, interiority and like creativity and shit that like yeah. anyone else does. Yeah. And yeah, like specifically you Oh man, John Goodman looks so good in this green suit. Oh, my man is killing it. Yeah, I just like yeah, yeah. The, I think the orange suit he wears in the Wild Wild Life is my favorite look he's got, but he doesn't have a bad one. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Also, like apparently, a large part of this was like Dave Burns. Like, yeah, everyone says that like New York and L.A. have like the most like diverse movie like music culture, but like Texas got pretty good too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going through with that, but yeah. I went there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're good. Uh, you're good. There is so much pe- of people holding Pepsi stuff in this that I'm wondering if it was product <laughs> placement. It 100 percent was. Yeah, 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 most likely. Um, is the parade stuff also like these are people that like just tried out with whatever thing they got oh, going? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Is that why we have like the accordion? Uh, yeah, there's just, like, enough people that played accordion. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I do like that you've told me that about this movie, because one thing where I was a little, like, eh, with it is that it's all about, like, oh, these small-town people, they've got cool, creative things going, too. They're artists also. Check it out. They'll let me prove it by having them sing Talking head songs written by me. <laughs> so hearing that, it's, hearing that it is a lot of, like, their own, like, bits that they've come up with themselves does help to bolster that for me. Yeah. Sure. The yeah. cute lady goes ape on these babies. Oh, yeah. She, she cannot them. fucking handle these babies. She is going ape shit. <laughs> she, she's got the vapors. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, another, like, running thing we've had this whole time is that, like, we keep cutting to them building the stage for the talent show throughout the movie. And now it's, yeah. it's talent time, baby. It's time. Talent time, baby. Uh, the mayor gives a weird-ass speech. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. He's like, ah, oh, you know, God was making Texas, and he, you know, it was it was nighttime, so he clocked out for the night, and he came back and realized, ah, it's all goofed up. The ground got all hard and dry, and it doesn't look beautiful like the rest of the world. How am I gonna fix this? I know. I'll just make people who like it this way. His hand moves in this are so weird. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and, yeah, then we also get our first act, which is also extremely weird. <laughs> it's like dueling auctioneers with a yodeling lasso guy. Yeah. I'm into it. The The lasso guy kind of looks like a Hollywood version of Big Ed. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Like if Big Ed became, like, a big star somewhere. Yeah. And then they made a movie about it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it looks like Big Ed, but, like, prettier. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, then he starts lassoing the two guys. <laughs> right. Who... They don't seem to they, enjoy it. 
Yeah, they've got a weird. En- there's a weird energy going on yeah, here. The, vibes, the yeah. vibes are strange. But I do enjoy their act. I I'm, I'd clap in that audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would I would do it for everybody to be polite, but well, yeah. sure. But I'd mean it for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then yeah, every part of the town show is just someone's actual. Yeah. Uh. Thing, including the weird corn cop shit. <laughs> yeah. The corn cop shit, top tier. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, if John Goodman hadn't showed up at the end, they would have won for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a silver medal act right there. <laughs> it remi- like it was really weird because it reminds me of like there's like a Japanese TV show where it's like that's the contest is like people doing on stage like special effects quote unquote yeah yeah and like that's a common one where someone will eat something like make it look like they're eating something by painting themselves of teeth or something right right it's just like oh a weird moment of like idios like these people all over the world <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, came up with the strange we've same all come up with the shit. one bit. <laughs> Where it's like, what the if I was bit. teeth? Uh, the Radiohead performance, also real good. Um, yeah. I, I kind of agree with you, Molly, that the Papa Legba song maybe goes on a little too long, but I will say the the actor whose name I've already forgotten, Pop Stapleton, is that it? Pop Staple? Yeah. Uh I I do like like all the bits he's doing as he's like prepping, like, you know, oh, like yeah. drinking the water and spitting it like, ritual. I'm enjoying the way he's performing this scene. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the version that, like, I think is actually, like, maybe better than, like, the Talking Heads version is Radiohead. Yeah, it's at least, like, that's a conversation you could have, for sure. Yeah. God, uh, I didn't I, notice the corn cob was a woman. I'm sorry, John Goodman. This might beat you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lady comes out with a big pat of butter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like the way that Tito was performing Radiohead. Yeah, no, he's going for it. I, I would get, I would, yeah, this would be my winner. Although, yeah, yeah butter, corn cob, extremely good. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, yeah, of course, the lazy rich woman is watching this on TV, and she's, you yeah. know, intrigued. Wow, that Lewis guy sang one good song. Yeah. I like also the old ladies dancing. Yeah, the old ladies in the American yeah, flag yeah, shirts yeah. all doing, like, a chorus line. Yeah. That's fun. That is, like, the most, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, some retirement home. <laughs> right. And this was the, the, the dance they learned as part of aerobics. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, then Lewis comes out on stage and, as we said, yes, crushes it. Does yeah. a great job. Great job. Uh, I, yeah, the, I think that his backing band is called the Lonely Bachelors. Love it. Or great. just the Bachelors. Perfect. I honestly might prefer the John Goodman version of this to the Talking Heads version. The John Goodman version is really good. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's also a, a very legitimate conversation it, there. It feels like it was a song that was written to be sung with this kind of voice, which is not the kind of voice David Byrne has, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I was listening to the song and the soundtrack. Yeah. And also the you talking, talking heads to me. Yeah, My yeah, talking yeah. head. Right, right. About this. And yeah, like... This is so obviously a character song that is about this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it just kind of works better uh, when maybe you don't hear David Byrne's voice right. as the one singing it. Well, and also, what I love is that, you know, earlier on when he's with the cute woman, like, she's like, oh, God, that song's so sad. Like, no, I hate this. 
it's not sad when he's on stage with it. You know, like he's no. like there's a sadness yeah. in there, but no, he's having a great time and the audience is having a great time. Yeah. It is yeah, it is a like happy song that is sad also. Yeah, yeah it's coming yeah, from yeah. the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And then hey, he gets called off stage with a phone call because wouldn't you know it? It's Marvin, Marvin Berry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would, would that you, should that should be is next to the narrator. David Byrne walks up and he's like, "Hey, that's the sound I've been looking for." <laughs> uh, and then yeah, yeah, no, yeah, this the lazy woman marries him. Although we're also hearing like a bunch of chatter, like now everyone thinks John Goodman's hot. Yeah, because he sang the song good. Oh, you know, fair enough. Yeah, he was always hot. He was yeah. always hot. Yeah, fuck y'all. And uh, then, yeah, David Byrne pulls off and looks at the camera. This is not a rental car. It's privately owned. <laughs> and then just drives away. Okay. <laughs> Bye, David. And then a lo- the little girl from the beginning dances. Yeah, I like his little bit, as like his closing narration. I really enjoyed forgetting. You know, because when you go to a new place, you notice yeah. every little detail. But the longer you stay there, the more you forget that stuff. And that's what makes it feel like home. And I had fun doing that here. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice little uh, sentiment, yeah. Yeah, that, again, <laughs> revealing a baby, uh, you know, a lot about my family. That was my dad's Facebook quote for a very long time. <laughs> Maybe yeah, see, still is. The more you talk about, like, no, the yeah, context I'm to, like, this movie exists in for you, the more it's like, oh, of course you love this yeah, movie. Yeah, of course you love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting There's to realize no that, couldn't. too. Where yeah. I'm like, it, like I, I am having, like, a moment of, like, oh, right, people don't live my life. Right, people have different life experiences. Right, no, of course you're not as into this. Your dad's Facebook quote wasn't from this. <laughs> yeah, like, your your my, your dad didn't, like, feed you talking heads, and you didn't go to a weird, you know, not daycare. You didn't go to... Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, you know, I'm learning things. What do you think, Molly? Did your family have a movie like that that's maybe, like, not one that, like, everyone agrees is a classic, but, like, in your house it was? Um, not like my mom and dad together. Yeah. Um, but my dad has a really outsized affection for the movie Lucky Number Schlevin. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I my dad is just an action movies guy. If you sure. put, if you put a movie with guns in front of him, he's probably gonna have a great time. I mean, you know um, what? I've seen the worst movies than Lucky Number Schlevin. Yeah, I have too. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I had, like, other family movies that I think I can defend more of being, like, no, like, this is artistically great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, and, you know, I'm not, like, going back and, like, going, like, well, oh, like, oh, it's just because I had these experiences, like, that, you know, that's one why anyone likes anything. Right. And two, I still, like, really love this movie, and it still just vibes with me and, you know, oh, totally. talk with other yeah, people. Absolutely. Yeah, It vibes with other, but... Looking at it now, and you know, with uh, your very, I think, well done critique, I can definitely see more of the flaws, even if they don't bother me. Yeah, yeah no, and, that, I, and that's totally fine, right? Like, totally. You know, yeah. it's, it is something that is living in your heart. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the the yeah, other thing, uh, my parents, my mom loved watching like Elvis movies, so I was never oh, really sure. That was that was her thing, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I I didn't have a lot of. Uh, Reasons to watch movies with the family, which maybe would have fueled some of that. Right, yeah, understandable. Right. Uh, I just remember the again because I was listening to that dumb podcast. Uh, the bit 
uh, and Rattle and Hum from U2, where the guy's oh, sure. like, oh, the thing that made me want to get into music was watching Elvis movies. Oh. And I'm like, that? Yeah, that's a weird... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, th- like saying Elvis is already kind of weird. Yeah. But, like, Elvis movies. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, like, yeah, like, The Truman Show is another, like, family movie mm-hmm. for us. But, like, that was, that's one where I, I, I would go down to the mat for that fucker. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I would even try to talk to you about I, it if I didn't like it. <laughs> I would say that's a better movie than this one. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. Um, try to think of no, movies. I, I do agree with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah movies <laughs> we have like that. Uh, my family really likes The Green Mile. The, like... Yeah. The, like, oh, movie about the... yeah. Like, Death Row yeah. convict who has magic healing powers. Right, has the healing powers with the rat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King adaptation. Um, Tom it Cruise is weird has that he pee problems. Did... Is it Tom Cruise? No, it's not. Uh, that's not Tom <laughs> Hanks. It's, it's, different it's Tom, Tom. <laughs> Said the wrong Tom. Wrong Tom. That would be a, that would be a different movie. That would be a very different movie. movie. Yeah. What if they put Tom Hanks in Mission Impossible? <laughs> You know, <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. Tom Cruise gave himself a real kidney stone for the next Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. That was, I I think that movie, if I watched it, like Green Mile, if I watched it now, I'd be like, this is like extremely gross in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is like maybe the, the height of like magic black guy solves a white guy's problems. Yeah. Uh, but I'll say that it was, that was the movie I watched. I'm like, hmm, prison seems fucked up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Uh, and yeah. again, it is a magic black person, but I like the visual of whenever he heals someone, a bunch of locusts fly out of his mouth. Right, he absorbs, like, yeah. the pain in their the body evil. as locusts that he then has to puke. Yeah. 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 Goes kind of hard. That's just a, yeah, that's... <laughs> Stephen King, he is racist, but sometimes he kind of rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, to think, any movie that had like a religious angle to it, if it was any good at all, my parents really liked it. Oh, especially yeah. if it was like kind of coming at it from a little bit of a different angle. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, like the, I mean, Green Mile is a good example of that. Uh, yeah, the movie Michael with John Travolta as the angel Michael. I think they liked what? a lot. That's, oh, man. that's a weird one. <laughs> also, because my dad is a big crush on Andy McDowell. Yeah, Andy I mean, understandable. Yeah, who who is this? Uh, she's in Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, this lady. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. I I remember that there was when when Cracked was still a thing. There was like, hey, why were there two movies about supernatural like guys fucking with Andy McDowell? That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Or, uh, I have somehow never actually watched this movie. I don't know how I got out of my house without seeing it. I heard it's a good movie, The Apostle. Uh, I know my parents fucking love that one. I, um, you, just you take Spock speaking about, like, oh, they'd only watch religious movies. Remember when my grandparents, who... My grandfather, oh, until recently, was a preacher. Yeah. Uh, watched The Matrix. <laughs> That's a pretty like good film hear, right there. Yeah. Like they're like, well, we heard that there was a lot of like religious symbology in it. And I'm sure. like, yeah, there is. I, yeah, wrong. but like, not wrong. <laughs> still, I like, should go still, rate that five yeah. stars. That's <laughs> that's the fucking yeah. cinema. That's the fucking cinema. Absolutely. To be clear, my parents did not exclusively watch movies with religious bands too. I think oh, they just yeah. had like, like yeah, yeah. It's instantly getting an extra star if it like yes. deals with religious themes in like a 
novel way. Totally. No, yeah. I, I was, a novel just and, made, like, uh, affirming way, you know? Yes. Uh, it just made me think of it. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, well, that was kind of a question that we, we did. Hey! <laughs> uh, not someone, not one that someone asked, but I just felt like we, don't, yeah, we didn't get a lot of questions. Energy. Yeah, yeah, that question energy. Um, some smooth hootie, what's the best role John Goodman has ever played? That's God. a difficult question. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen enough John Goodman stuff. I couldn't possibly answer this question. I haven't seen a ton of John Goodman stuff. Off the top of my head, the top two would be Speed Racer and Big Lebowski. Yeah. Which are very different energies. Yeah. I should watch God, the I Big Lebowski. I forgot he's in The Artist. I haven't seen The Artist. Would I like The Big Lebowski? You might. I think you'd like the it's Big Lebowski. Good. That's yeah. a movie that got like overexposed for like a decade, but yeah. it's a good movie. Like, there's a reason that people glommed onto it so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really, really love him in Tin Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He is like horrifying in that movie. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like, very good at walking the line between like. You know, it's obviously like he's like a nice old man, but is he really? Right. And, you know, that can get very boring very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but I think that he does it in a way where you're like, the entire time you're like, but he could be cool, though, because he's like John Goodman. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah he's bringing or he the could heat. be John Badman. <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. You don't know uh, who you're going to get. I think he's really great in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I was about to say it's not as big of a role, but his bit in Oh Brother Where Art Thou was a lot of fun. Should I watch Oh Brother Where Art Thou? You should watch Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That that's a slam dunk movie. (laughs) (laughs) This is now three Cohen movies we've recommended Molly in two episodes. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah, he plays the Cyclops. Yeah. Which because it's just a yeah. Do you know like the bit with Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Molly? I. No, not really. The idea I know is George is, Clooney's in it. Yeah, the idea is it's supposed to be an adaptation of the Odyssey, but in like the American South during the Great Depression instead of ancient Greece. Oh, that's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. They meet sirens. They yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. John Goodman. Oh, is I know the, about the sirens. Yeah, <laughs> that one I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's also like, you know, he's got a lot of great starring roles, but like, he's also great for like. Oh, this third of the movie is just going to have John Goodman in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's really good in Community. That's not like as... A, That's true. He is really he good is in really Community. Good in community. <laughs> but he comes in because he had to grow his hair out for fucking flight, and they're like, why do you have a ponytail now? I'm going through some stuff. Leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> his monologue about the room temperature room. Yeah. <laughs> Man, John Goodman's so good. Room temperature? Well, this is the room. This is the room. This is the room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, that's basically what I've been saying, is that it's hard to find, like, a John Goodman role where I'm not, like... Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> like, I, I, I'm i just, like, looking through, and it's like, oh, he's in Hangover Part 3. He was probably okay in that. Yeah, I'll never watch that movie, <laughs> I'll never but watch I, that. I could conceivably look up his scene on YouTube and probably enjoy it. Uh, he was in the Flintstones movie. He was. He's Fred Flintstone. Because yeah, of, yeah. of course he is. Unfortunately, I have seen the Flintstones movie. Yeah. I had a drive-in <laughs> theater with my parents. Ooh, that is a drive-in movie. It yeah. was a drive-in movie. I think I got uh, too scared of watching The Lion King. 
Oh, sure. So I went back over to the other no, side yeah, of the car where it. they were watching. Uh, I watched uh, the Scooby Doo movie in a uh, at a drive-in. When did the, that happen? At the same time, right? The Flintstones. Uh, I think Scooby Doo was a little later, but you know, same yeah. basic era. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to think. I think the Flintstones. It would make sense for it to be in theaters at the same time the Lion King was. That's that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're both 94. I'm probably right about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I watch King Ralph. Um, <laughs> watch what? The King Ralph, the movie where uh, through great tragedy, John Goodman becomes the King of England. <laughs> I hate it when that happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, but the, the whole last thing, thing was, I want to be. He's a bit of a slob. He's not very kingly. Yeah. Like, the poster is just him, like, lounging on a throne with, like, pizza boxes and chicken wings and shit. That's Wearing me as, a Las me Vegas t-shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's just a great actor. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. He's yep. good. Absolute oh, guy yeah. of all time. I remember what I was going to say is that he went to our school because it was, like, an acting school. Yeah. Like, not long after the Flintstones came out, and I think it was, like, peak bad times for john goodman yeah and yeah it again i'm happy that he he's doing better yeah uh but people just kept on wanting to ask about the flintstones and he clearly did not want to be there apparently oh. yeah which yeah I, I feel for you, not man. a very good movie no uh and then yeah the only other uh the other question we got was from at m of healy uh, are the talking heads dad rock? And depend based on my dad, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Based on my dad, no. Uh, I don't think my dad has. I don't think I've ever heard him listen to a talking head song. So I don't know. Yeah. Dad rock is ephemeral. Sure. I don't think talking heads is dad rock. I think they're too weird to be dad rock. I was gonna say I think they're they're not mainstream enough to have been dad rock. But, but that is like I'll, I'd hear the argument, but like. That is the thing about Talking Heads is that they were mainstream, but they're too. But like they're look, they're weird back. It's that like not. yeah, yeah. The thing there's to no, me, the thing there's to not me, dads out there being like, oh, music used to be like the Talking Heads. If the, the epitome of a dad rock band to me is like the Dave Matthews Band, okay. And if they sound anything like that, they're probably dad rock. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. That's not. Huh. That's not what I think of when I think of dad rock. What do you think of when you think of dad rock? I mean, to me, like it would be like. Like, the archetype would be fucking, like, 60s rock bands, but then that's, like, whatever kind of evokes that same vibe going forward in time, because new dads are always happening. Maybe my dad just listened to a lot of soft rock. Sure, like, in my mind, like, dad rock is basically just whatever rock music was super popular 20 years ago that middle-aged guys still don't shut up about. Yeah, that's not talking heads. No, yeah. 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 There was a movie where John Goodman played Santa? Oh, of course there was. There must have been. Yeah, obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look good, but he does look good as Santa. That's hey, right. It's the Santa Claus 4. <laughs> I'm killing Tim has, Allen. As someone who has watched all of the Santa Clauses. Yeah, Man, you have. They're gonna do a Santa Claus reboot that starts with someone killing Tim Allen, aren't they? God, I hope they, so. They are, they are planning it like... They're doing like a Santa Claus television series. Yeah, like now. They're Disney Plus. They're Disney Plus yes. Santa Claus. Yes, yes. Oh boy, my God! Uh, I want to get this out in the air right now. We are not covering that Cars show. <laughs> that is not <laughs> happening. I want everybody to fucking know it is not happening. 
Also, apparently, Jonathan Miller's in Cars. Um, yeah, I think I remember that. I don't know which car he is, but yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that strikes a chord. I think we discussed this at the time. There's John Goodman as Santa. Okay, well, sure nice is John Goodman as Santa. Oh, right, he plays Sullivan in the Monsters Inc. parody at the end, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course he's Sully in Monsters yeah, Inc. He's Sully in Monsters yeah. Inc. He's the guy. Okay, anyway, are we... Is that it? We're, we're, we're done. done here? We're done. We're done. Good pod. Good pod. Solid pod. But, uh... Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find other stuff I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Eidolon. Become, uh, Eidolon Playtest, that's what it's called. That's the uh, <laughs> I forgot the name of your podcast for a second there. You we sure have, did. like, multiple names for multiple things on the podcast. I can't blame him. That's true. No, yeah, I understand. Uh, it's an actual play podcast. Uh, I've just released the finale of my miniseries, Idol on Giants, based on They Might Be Giants music. Uh, you can go listen to that. We're switching gears now to do Idol on Thieves, which is a baseball-themed game run by our friend Ty. Delightful. Just made a... I'm, I'm glad that uh, you're having fun, Molly. I was going to say, I... just... Just well, came up with a game idea for Molly. That's true, but then I like was really restraining myself to not just talk about real baseball. Uh, so it was it was really good, but also at the same time I was I was stra- I was the veiny guy. I mean, I don't think anyone would have gotten mad if you had talked about real baseball. Yeah, but none of you fuckers care. We care about you. You don't care about baseball. That's true, but we care no, about you. Yeah, that's true, but no, nobody cares when we talk about baseball. Nobody wants to yeah. hear it. This would just be me talking about the Church of Subgenius. It'd be like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to bring up real baseball, and you guys, you guys just completely no-sold me. So whatever. What are you talking about? <laughs> when I mentioned that there was a, a baseball stadium in real life that had a hill in center field. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I got frozen. Yeah, I guess. I got nothing. <laughs> you guys are like, Molly, what are you talking about? That wasn't funny. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> and then I died. Oh, I'm very sorry that happened to you, Molly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Idol on Thieves. <laughs> Idol on Thieves. It was a good time. It was a good time. No, it was a, it's a great. I, I loved every minute of it. Actually, work with my Joe the internet. Except the minute following. Except for your... the minute where, yeah, following that where I felt kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Yorlaybear with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find me with a uh, at Yuri underscore library on Letterbox. I will plug that because we were talking about a movie. Talk about the cinema. Yeah. I think we can rate Twin Peaks: The Return on that shit, right? Yeah, I I kind I think of it's like, on there because Letterbox is a nonsense website. I and mean, when you think about it, it's more of an eighteen-hour movie than a TV show. Yeah, I yeah, think it's, guys it's say because that it's be because so, <laughs> it's because the director said that, but right. I refuse to like mark TV shows. Sure. Yeah, I I feel weird even like marking like short films. I was like, I don't know if like like yeah, the short film was like a three, but it was like two minutes. Right. Like, it, yeah, it's sure. a different thing for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also at patreon.com slash Ashley Minor. Give Ashley Give fucking Ashley your money. fucking money. Ashley, what did you just send me on Twitter? I sent you a, a cat maker. I, I'm trying to be nice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you can find me 
uh, at your friend Molly with Y-E-R on Twitter. You can find me at AudioEntropy.com, INEMAIL.com. Journal updated episode about uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is out. Uh, as negative as I was on this podcast about it when I first started playing it, it's actually pretty good. Damn. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear you say, like, oh, yeah, you've been having fun. Yeah, it, you know, sometimes all you need is an open world game where you shoot lightning at guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it's pretty good. Um, and I think that's all the stuff I'm doing right now. Uh, okay. Sure, go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner of the website, give us a little bit of money for the hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, would appreciate that. Thank you, everybody. Leave us a review on every place you can leave a review with the highest rating you can give us. Do Thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, Roger Ebert's website, give us a four. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Two thumbs way up, please. All right, so next time, we actually are cutting the shit. Yeah, all right. And we're I'm watching. Excited. I'm more than ready. <laughs> next week, we will be watching... Twin Peaks episode 31, a.k.a. Twin Peaks episode 30, a.k.a. Twin Peaks, uh, The Return part one, a.k.a. My Log has a message for you. A.k.a. Twin Peaks limited event series part one. Aren't you so glad you got to do this bit a second time? (laughs) A.k.a. Twin Peaks season three episode one. That's a yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, so, just, you know, we don't gotta stay here a long time, we already gone two hours, I just wanna know, though, we're getting in, you know, we're going back to Twin Peaks. We've been away a whole dang month. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you got some predictions? What do you think's going to happen? Uh, I know that James has always been cool. God damn it. There goes my dark secret. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw my dark secret. That's kind yeah. of the thing about it. Uh, yeah. Is that like. No, listen. I'm, listen, I'm going to see James and I'm probably going to pop, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, listen, listen. That, that is a quote people said. I didn't honestly think that was going, uh, you know, no. we, we, I didn't think we were getting to that without either of you hearing that, but I needed to have a dark secret, so I just decided that was mine. That was yours? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not much of a secret. That, that, I, that I compared our podcast to James. Yeah, oh, sure. No, kind of, I, no, I knew that the whole time. Right. We kind of yeah. suck, but you still kind of love us anyway. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the podcast has been extremely good lately, so we're way better than James. That's true. That's true. Uh, I still have my light secret, which, again, okay. is the opposite of a dark secret. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. What? Okay. Yeah, no, she said for a while ago that she has a light secret. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. But no, like, uh, Molly, like you were saying, you think they're going to reenact the fucking Red Room scene. What, what, what else are we expecting to see on this season of television? I honestly have no idea. It's, the, okay. the impression I have is it's just fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, true. The only idea I have is we're going to see uh, Kyle McLaughlin in a green suit because I have a... Yeah. At right. the local you've, video store. There you've is seen a... the standee of Kyle McLaughlin in a green suit. Oh, spoilers, he does wear a green suit <laughs> in season three. <laughs> Luke, I'm sending you something that I saw a thing about. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what you got here. Uh, no context for that, but I know it's a thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's not yeah. an important thing, I don't think, but it's just a thing. It's not really important, no. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. We've also mentioned, you know. That episode eight is a lot, and that it has something to do with yeah. atom bombs. Yeah. Um, yep. 
I'm trying to think if there's anything else. No, I don't know. I just don't know how Cooper's going to get back from getting norded. Yeah, you know, he'll he'll just teleport in or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a shame they have to start with, like, you know, we got to talk about Norded Cooper, because, like, Twin Peaks is supposed to be, you know, kind of a riff on TV. And unfortunately, for that to make any sense, we would have needed TV to become all about evil men in the two decades since Twin Peaks. And since that didn't happen, that gosh. That didn't happen, yeah. What could they possibly do with Cooper at this point? Who knows? <laughs> I just want to know, like, what everybody has thought about him for the last 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, clearly he's been a weirdo the whole time. Right. He's brushed his teeth. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, in terms of content warning stuff, this show got made uh, on cable 25 years after the network TV show, which means they can get away with showing a lot more. There's definitely a lot more blood on it. Um, David Lynch, I think, feels very strongly that a major theme in Twin Peaks is, like the ways that society enables sexual violence against women, so that is going to be a thing on this episode, um, this show. Yeah. Uh, I will try to, you know... I Honestly, it kind of all runs together in my head, but I will do my best to yeah. try to put up some, like, warnings you know, when we're coming on up, coming up on episodes with, like, especially rough stuff. There is some upsetting content in The Return. That's fair. Yeah, I... Th- you know, we have kind of... Realized and talked about how this is a theme of Twin Peaks as a whole. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard to, you know, avoid this at some point. Right. And it's definitely, yeah, it's not going to stop being a theme for sure. That's fine. You know, but you know, hey, speaking of the Scooby Doo movie, Matthew Lillard's going to be there. (laughs) So, God bless. Uh, The guy that played Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movie. (laughs) All right. Um,. I have had, like, multiple things where I've, like, just, like, Googled a random actor because of something. Yeah. And then it will say they're in the return, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's some fun surprises actor-wise <laughs> in the return. Yeah, yeah I, just, like, every once in a while, there was, like, some guy, it wasn't even, it was, like, a guy who was, like, tangentially related to Mulholland Drive. Oh, uh, sure, and yeah. And I was just, like, looking at the page, and he's like, oh, yeah, and he's in Twin Peaks Return. I'm like, what the fuck is happening, David? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Luke was like, "Oh, there's one actor I'm trying to keep from you," and I was like, "Oh, do you mean this person I heard?" And he's like, "Nope." And like, "This person, this person, this person." He's like, "No." <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, a lot of fun actors. Yeah, basically, if someone's been in a David Lynch movie in a major way, they're probably they're in probably the return somewhere. If they're still yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, and I, I did think I heard Naomi Watts is somewhere in this thing. Uh, Naomi Watts makes an appearance in the return. Yeah. Um a lot of people. Yeah, I'm I've got so many more new guys to introduce you people to. <laughs> it's going to be I a love, great I time for you. I love uh, guys. There's so well, many beautiful actually, guys but... in the return. <laughs> I love guys. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, so that's next week. I'm very excited. Until then. Damn fine podcast. <laughs>